TCN Mornings, a brief daily presentation for kids and parents, starts in 3, 2, 1. The choice is yours, so choose with care. Jim Lord here. To help or hurt, to keep or share. And we're on now. You'll find the world's not always fair. Yeah, I know. But kindness is the right here on TCN Mornings and everywhere. Hey everybody, it's Thursday, the 30th and last day of September. National, are you ready for this? National Chewing Gum Day. <laughs> yeah, National Chewing Gum Day. And, and you know, I, I was curious about this chewing gum day thing. So I did some research about it. And uh, some of what I learned is that humans have apparently used chewing gum for over 5,000 years. Uh, One source says they may have chewed it for enjoyment, to stave off hunger, or to freshen their breath, much like we do today. In fact, I learned several things about chewing gum, but one thing I did not learn is why September 30th was chosen for National Chewing Gum Day. Nowhere could I find the answer to that question. Different sources of information um, about chewing gum said they were still researching the origin of National Chewing Gum Day on September 30th. I even asked why. September 30th was chosen to celebrate chewing gum. And uh, the answer pretty much across the board was, uh, I don't know. Well, could it be, could it possibly be that September 30th is the day on which William Wrigley was born? You know, William Wrigley, the founder of Wrigley's Chewing Gum. So uh, that means today would have been his birthday. Is that just a coincidence? Or could it be that that is the reason September 30th is National Chewing Gum Day? Anyway, if it happens to also be your birthday, happy birthday to you too. Um, and we actually have a beginning of a famous hero story about William Wrigley. It's called The William Wrigley Story. And it starts right now. A hero is a person who does special things to help others. Every hero starts out as a child, and every child can choose to become a hero. The Character Network presents The Beginning of a Famous Hero. Did you ever wonder where the idea of chewing gum started? Well, it seems that early civilizations found locally growing things to chew. They thought it helped the health of their teeth. Here are some examples. The ancient Mayans who lived in the area that today is called Mexico chewed resin from trees. They called it chicle, the Spanish word for gum. Eskimos chewed blubber from whales. Sugar pine and cocoa leaves were chewed in North and South America. On September 30, 1861, a boy was born in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, named William Wrigley, Jr. William's father was a successful soap maker in the early days when people began to buy soap instead of making it themselves. 
As soon as William was old enough, he became very interested in his father's business and would take a basket out into the Philadelphia streets and sell soap. During his teenage years, William often took a train to nearby states selling soap, and sometimes he even sold from a bright red wagon pulled by four horses. William spent his early adult years in sales and advertising. When he saw that chewing gum had finally become a very competitive business, he moved out of the soap business and into the chewing gum business. In 1893 and 1894, William Wrigley Jr. introduced two flavors, Juicy Fruit and Wrigley's Spearmint. He began selling double mint gum in 1914. Soon, Wrigley's became the largest gum manufacturer in the world. Even as his company grew into a major corporation, Wrigley insisted on quality. He often said, even in a little thing like a stick of gum, quality is important. Over the years, the company William Wrigley Jr. created has given and continues to give millions and millions of dollars to help young people and to help the environment. I'm Jim Lord. That's what I know about the beginning of this hero, and I know that you can become a hero, too. Well, you noticed that as soon as William was old enough, he became very interested in helping out his father's business. His father was a soap maker, and even as a child and a young man, William would help his father by finding new customers to sell soap to. Um, is there something you could do to help your parents in a way that could make life better for them and for others? Also, you heard that William Wrigley often said, even in a little thing like a stick of gum, quality is important. How important is quality to you in the things you do? Just some questions to ask yourself on this Thursday morning. Well, just ahead, another visit with my old Irish pappy, also the question of the day, and a reflection of your future. It's all still in front of us right here on this Thursday edition of TCN Mornings. Right now, though, I wanted to talk about my book. It's called Mr. Delaney's Mirror. It's about a student in Mr. Delaney's class who gets a glimpse of her own personal future self and the life she will be having when she's like 30 years old. Her name was Bay Chandler, and her future, according to the mirror, was not a happy one. The rest of the book follows Bay through middle school, high school, and college. It shows step-by-step step what she did to take her from the person she was in Mr. Delaney's class to the future Bay she wanted to be, you know, instead of the one she saw in the mirror. You can order your copy of the book on Amazon.com or anywhere books are sold online. Just Google Mr. Delaney's Mirror. Mr. Delaney's Mirror. Check it out. Okay, and now it's time to catch a thought from my old Irish pappy, a man just full of wisdom about life and how to live it better. If you want people to trust you, you've got to be trustworthy. If you want people to respect you, you've got to be respectable. You bet. So look ahead to when you're an adult. Do you want to be trusted and respected? 
How about now? If you want people to trust you, you got to be trustworthy. If you want people to respect you, you've got to be respectable. And remember that trust, once lost, is very hard to get back. All right, so here we go on this Thursday morning with the question Question of the the day. day. Today is National Chewing Gum Day, so let's have a question about that. You heard earlier that throughout history, people chewed all kinds of things from tree resin to whale blubber. But your question today is, what is chewing gum made from today? What is chewing gum made from today? If you know, email your answer to myanswer at tcnmornings.com. Tell us your first name, your city and state, and of course your answer. And uh, the first correct answer will be featured right here tomorrow. That email address again is myanswer at tcnmornings.com. Okay, so about yesterday's question. Yesterday was Caroline Yale's birthday And uh, we talked about the work she did to help hearing-impaired students. Well, something that wasn't mentioned was a man, an inventor, that she worked with for a short time and helped him in his work to help hearing-impaired people. And in turn, he helped her as well. He is actually well-known for something else. But many people don't realize that helping deaf people with his inventions was the basis for his entire life's work. So your question was, who was this man, and what invention is he best known for? Well, Kay Lee from Rogersville, Alabama says, Alexander Graham Bell was the one who Caroline worked with for a short time. He helped her with her work, and she helped him. And Alexander Graham Bell is best known for inventing the telephone. And that's right. So thank you, Kaylee, for that answer. And uh, one more thing. She also hired a teacher, a lady named uh, Grace Goodhue, who later became Grace Coolidge when she married Calvin Coolidge, who was the 30th president of the United States. Okay, as usual, one more quick segment ahead. But as for me, I'll see you tomorrow for the Friday edition of TCN Mornings right here on the Character Network. Up next, a reflection of your future for deeper thinkers. Dedicated to teaching positive personal vision for today's young people, the Character Network presents Jim Lord. One of the most effective merchandising techniques in the world today involves placing miscellaneous items in very visible areas of stores. Retailers depend highly on impulse buying. We've all bought things at one time or another, basing our purchases strictly on how we felt at the moment, haven't we? And later we laughed at ourselves for ever having done such a thing. Often, though, people make major decisions based entirely on emotion. That can be disastrous. There are so many adults out there who regret with every fiber of their being that they chose not to stay in school when they had the opportunity to go to school. 
They struggle every day just to pay the bills and have little or no hope for a better future. They realize now that there is no good reason for dropping out of school and that their choice was based only on how they felt at the moment. Of course, dropping out of school is just one example of bad choices based on emotion. Life is full of other examples. Emotional decisions just don't work. For the Character Network, I'm Jim Lord with a reflection of your future. This has been a presentation of TCN, the Character Network. TCNmornings.com.